This is just testing, okay. talk. All right, testing. Emma no, does... you're screaming. You told me to talk louder. Last time I was soft. This is loud. Give me where you want me to modulate. Up here? No. Down here? No. Right here. Yeah, that's good. Okay. I'll I... just... You know what? Why don't I just talk like I normally do? Perfect. Hey guys, welcome back to Yeah, We Said It with me and my mother, Ellen. Hi. <coughs> oh Welcome back to Yeah, We Said It with me and my mom, Ellen. Hi, everybody. Um, so every week, we're going to try for every week, we get on here and we answer life advice questions that you guys email to me, Emma, at emmasthing at gmail.com. Um, quick background. I am a 30-something in the fashion tech industry. I have a blog. I've done a lot of dating. Ellen has done even more, and she's a Lived more life. Not that much, though. I'm also a 30-something, <laughs> plus 30 more, and if there's any more to add on to that, I'm not going to tell you. So before we dive in today, it's Easter Sunday, so happy Easter to all those who celebrate. And happy Passover to the other people who celebrate that. Yeah, I'm kind of sick of every time I've been out in public this weekend, everyone's always like, happy Easter, happy Easter. Like, what about, what about us, huh? Jews are in the minority. People are not going to be wishing you happy Passover unless they're part of your tribe. Well, they may be part Get of Get over it, girl. They may Get be part of the minority, We're but... We're also celebrating... Okay. Hold just on. Just keeps cutting me off. I, just, I don't talk about that anymore. I don't even want to listen to it. Here's the deal. Oh, my God. We're going to celebrate Passover, Easter, and Emily's delayed birthday because I've been trying to get her over here since April 4th. I've been very busy. Okay, well, I'm making her a birthday dinner tonight, so we're just going to It's true. What are we having? Let's go over the menu. Let's go over the menu so everyone knows what we were eating on this night. We're having lamb chops and potatoes and carrot souffle and fresh steamed green beans and a dessert. Now, I know you might be asking yourself, what? The F is a carrot souffle. I just want to state for the record, Ellen has been making this for years. I don't enjoy it. Well, I will shove it down your throat. You're tasting it. Oh, you know what else I want to say? I noticed on our very first uh, pod, I say okay a lot. So every time you guys hear me say okay, you should take a shot. You'll be drunk <laughs> by the end of this. Like you say, you you say sentences and then you go okay, okay. Or I'm thinking in my head that. Did that make sense? I'll go, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm going to have to go back and listen and you scrutinize the really, shit out of you. Well, it really upset me. What have you done with your day today? I just told you I'm making dinner. That's what I've done. <laughs> well, why don't you ask me I'm what gonna, I've done? What have you done today, Emily? Well, I found out that the prophecy that I for, foresaw... And then my last relationship did come to fruition. Okay. Prophecy's not the right okay. word. Uh, basically, I knew something was going on, and I confronted it, and it was denied, and now it's real, and I have my ways. Just, I know, I just want to say something. I don't think no, you should give I, any time to this on the airwaves. It's I not want, important. I just want to say we something. Have, we've moved on. I don't want to talk Ellen, about it. Ellen, Don't give this any, I don't think you should give it any importance. Can I just I'm say something? It. Yes, you can say it, but I'm not going to listen to it. I would just like to say that the lesson that you should walk away with today, okay? We're going to do. Oh, you just said, okay, I'm going to take a drink. Oh, okay. I have my water. <laughs> You're a lightweight. Water. I yeah, hope you it's guys could, water, you guys. I hope you guys could hear that swallow. Um, 
Oh my god. Hell yeah. I just want to say, I think there's a meme out there that's like, never underestimate the power of a woman figuring out, or like, finding out whatever she wants. And it's so true. You have no idea. How about never underestimate the power of a woman's gut? Or instincts. Or gut instincts. Not finding out whatever it is she wants to find out. Okay, yeah. So, anyway. Um, well, I worked out today, and... Um, I did a crazy overhaul of my closet. Like, I've been meaning to do that. My summer clothes have been sitting in a huge bag, and I just felt it. I put on Ariana. I was dancing. But then Kelly happened to FaceTime me when, right when I started. And so she was on FaceTime with me the entire time um, telling me what to get rid of and what to keep. And it really just made the process go so much faster. It's nice that you spent time with everybody you know in a closet in some shape or form because we're recording in a closet that's very interesting what does that say about me girl i don't know emma doesn't feel 100 percent. she's got allergies. i don't know if you could tell by the sound of my nasally voice yes and she keeps clearing her throat and she's all on top of me and so if i get through this in one piece it'll be a miracle i don't want anything just in case it's not allergies try not to breathe. it is allergies don't breathe on me i just need people to understand that it's allergies and stop being so f-ing dramatic okay this week's question comes from an, a name that I'm not going to say because this is anonymous. Um, and, it, and it reads, Hi, Emma, parentheses, and Ellen. Snap. I got included. <laughs> I just listened to the first episode of your podcast, and I loved it. This is exactly what I needed in my life. Good to hear, girl. I know on one of your Ask Ellen story segments, which I do do those on my Instagram stories from time to time, your mom mentioned that you're very good at approaching men in public. Can you please teach us your ways in a future episode? I'm sure Ellen has a few spicy little tips up her sleeve, and I'd love to hear those too. Thank you both for being the best. I'm trying really hard to remember what I used to do to get men's attention when I would be out and about of an evening. I can only imagine. Trying to think, what did I do? Well, I always tried to make eye contact, but pretend like I wasn't making eye contact. So I will say that... My number one trick, and I learned it from my therapist, is to make eye contact for three seconds. And it sounds really short and like it's nothing, but try it on a friend or whoever, a coworker, whoever's by you right now. You know what? Try it on somebody you're walking by when you're shopping. I, I notice how many people avert their eyes, and I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? I was just going to smile at you. Well, What's the big deal? And I'm not talking about men, even women. They just are like, no, I'm not going to look at you. Okay, well, we're talking about... I just had to, I had to put that in. Okay. It bothers me. Okay. Um, let's try it right now. Look at me for three seconds. Just don't cough on me. I'm not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm looking, but no cough. That wasn't awkward because Ellen and I make eye contact all the time, but I'm telling you that is my number one trick. Like it's, it's legitimately making eyes at someone. If someone looks interesting to you, just lock them in and do it a couple of times because then they're like, wait, were we looking at each other? I'm going to look back. Oh, wait, we're looking at each other again. And that's honestly how I've met the like few guys that I've met in real life and not on a dating app. Well, you know, I can remember what I used to do. I would say to my girlfriend, like, say you were in a bar. I'd say to my girlfriend, I'm going to go to the restroom because I didn't really want to tell her what my plan was. And I'd get my drink and I'd stand on the edge of the dance floor. There, I usually went to bars where you could dance. And... 
I would act like I was just looking around so innocent and shy and just taking in the whole scene. And I would do what you would do. I would make con- eye contact with some guy and then avert my eyes like, oh, I'm so demure. I, <laughs> I, I wasn't looking. No, I couldn't possibly talk to anybody here, but I was hoping they'd come over and see me standing by myself. And That's that another, worked? Yeah, it really did. Yeah. A lot. Eye contact is way more powerful than you think. So really, that's my number one thing. Also, I will say, if you're feeling extra brave and extra confident, I have left my number. An extra, extra. An extra, extra AF. Um, I have given my number to waiters or waitresses to give to guys. Like, if I couldn't make eye contact with them or if I'm just so taken but my friends are heading out and I can't stay, I will ask, will you go give this guy my number and and tell him who it was. You're very progressive, and I would never do that. Well, it's worked for me. I'm glad it has. I would. I don't give my number out. I don't think that's something you should give out to somebody. All right, Miss 1950s. No, I don't think I'm 1950. It's just, you know, if you want to know who I am, work a little hard to get the information. Yeah, I'm but some, give it sometimes you. you're in situations like that where it's not, it's not that easy. So I try to make it easier, and I feel like it's a cool move. Maybe to you it's cool. To me it's like... Mm-mm. Nobody needs to have my phone number unless I want them to, and that's not the situation where you give out your phone number. All right. Well, I'm sure that you guys will agree with me. Here, waitress, her, so. go give my phone number to somebody. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, zero percent. Okay. And scene. In summary, eye contact, and if you're feeling extra confident, maybe slip someone your number, especially a waiter or a waitress. <laughs> <laughs> so, because that question was. Very quick to answer, honestly. Um, I think we have time for one more. This is a longer email. I know your favorite. You love when people go on and on, and oh, I get to I'm read it out loud to you. I'm just going to go get a pillow and a blanket and take a nap. Okay. Hey, Emma. Not Ellen. It's always to you, honey. Are you trying to hurt my feelings? Yeah, I am. Is it working? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Firstly, I've been following you for a long time, and I've loved seeing your blog. Okay, you know, we don't have to go through that. She's saying I'm amazing. We all know that. We right. established that But you just wanted to one. fit that in. I, um, it's always good to remind people of how amazing you are. I mean, that's my board. motto. Honey, I'm on board with it. That's my life motto. Mine too. I have it stamped on my forehead. I'm amazing. Last year, she says, I broke up with my boyfriend of five years. We lived together. together. That's fine. <laughs> and talked marriage for years and planned a life together that led us to make compromises, decisions in our lives that would help shape the future together. Oh, wait. Turns out that I was really the only one committing to that and the only one coming through to support the other person. Only when I decided to break up with him is when he suddenly had a DP on a ring. What's a DP? Down payment. Oh. (laughs) You millennial. (laughs) Ultimately, he was a loser and full of empty promises. I'm not perfect either, and my downfall to the relationship was letting his mediocrity continue without demanding more and letting myself settle for it. Fuck that shit girl. Breaking up with him was the ultimate weight off my shoulders and the single best thing that happened to me in my late 20s. Fast forward to later that year, and I've been dating or trying to anyway. I've been out on a good number of dates, and finally, by chance, I meet someone I'm immediately interested in, and he asked me out on a date. Now, I'm a very single person and have loved being single. I'm also... Did I say I'm a single person? Yeah, but that's fine. I'm a very independent person. I love being single. I'm also very into my job. Hi, I'm a Capricorn. Ooh, I can't date Capricorns. I can be friends with Capricorns, but I can't date them. I don't know anything about them. I've avoided them my whole life. As you should. (laughs) But I'm sure you're great. Um, Since breaking up with my ex, I've set a lot of goals and big dreams to achieve and have started chipping away at them, knowing that I'm totally capable of having anything I set my mind to. But as much as I love what I do, there are some issues with my current company that have led me to explore and research other opportunities for myself. 
So as I'm dating this new guy, let's call him A, I'm not really in a rush to lock it down. I'm taking my time seeing if I really like what he's about, which, so smart. Couldn't be smarter. I mean, I thought I was sure last time, so better double check if he's worth it this go-around. Triple check. Triple check, bitch. (laughs) But A is the opposite. He's pursuing pretty intensely and is really interested. Blah, blah, blah. It's now five months later, and we're committed and pretty casual and low-key. I haven't told A, but I have the feelings pretty hard. I'm in love with him, and I think he's the one. But also, while exploring other options for my career, I decided to take the LSAT and go to law school next year. Of course you did, you Capricorn. It's something I've always (laughs) wanted. (laughs) But you know how it goes. I let life get in the way and let someone else dictate what would be good for me, even though I know better. Oh, my God, been there a hundred times. A knows and was kind of ugly about it at first, but has since come around. Going to law school most likely means moving pretty far away from A, though. I'm not willing to settle on this decision and put what I want on the back burner in order to stick around for someone again, but I also don't want to give up on him or make any big moves without knowing what's going to happen there. Emma slash Ellen, colon. Do I just grow some balls and lay it all out and ask the hard question of if this is marriage material and what he wants to do in the future, or am I making the mistake of pushing for something again and need to chill the fuck out? Help. Thank you. Damn. I have many thoughts. Oh, here we go. The first, here we go. Okay, here, the first, I feel like I need like an air horn. <laughs> Here's what I took out of that very long question. If you've been dating this fella for five months and you guys haven't decided that you're already in love, I didn't hear that. Did I miss something? She said that it's still very, it feels very low-key and casual, but like she knows she's in love with him and thinks that Got he you. could be it. Well, it's if, only been five months. No, I'm sorry. I oh have a God. cutoff. Oh I say if you don't know how you're feeling and you've only been seeing each other strictly each other for five months, six tops, and you're together every weekend and you see each other during the week and you're free to contact him via text, picking up the phone, very casual, say whatever you're thinking whenever it pops into your head. I don't understand why you haven't told each other you're in love. So that's the first red flag that went off. That went off? That, that fl- revealed that, itself. That flew up. That flapped in the wind. That f- nope. I got Don't nothing. even try. Okay. Okay. Secondly, I think you've already made your decision. You know it's casual. You know you're not in love. You went ahead and no. Just- she said that she's in love with him. Okay. So she's like, do I say? Do I admit that I to him? He's not. I meant th- they haven't made an agreement. They're in love with each other. Right. So she's asking, should I be like, listen? Here's the deal. I'm in love with you. I think that this could be for the long haul. Do you feel the same? Because she wants to know if she should stay with him or if she should go pursue her dream and go to fucking law school. She should pursue her dream anyway. That's where I was going next. She already knows she wants to do that. So why would you not do that? Why wouldn't you go ahead and do that and you give it all up and say, just because he says, yes, I love you and I want to be together with you and this is going to lead to marriage. And you already said he was stinky about you dropping the L stat. Bomb, LSAT. LSAT. Bomb. Whatever. Did you go to law school? Obviously, I didn't. Um, (coughs) I'm mad. Can you hear it? I'm like, you know what you want to do. You want to go get your law degree. Wait a minute. You want it all. You want your law degree. You'd like it to be easy. And he already had said, I'm in love with you. And this is pretty. And like, I'll wait for you. Or like, I'll come with you. So now you have to ask all that, which is going to make you feel like. Okay, yes, he may say, oh, I'm so glad you brought it up. I just didn't have the cojones to do it. But at the same time, there are no guarantees, even if you tell someone you're deeply in love with them and you think it's marriage material. You're only five months into it. I think you should... What? You just totally contradicted yourself. How? 
Because you said you're only five months into it. At the beginning, you were like, you are five months. If you guys haven't I'm, said this and okay, that. Okay, I'm not being distinct. What I'm saying is they're five months, and they they haven't told each other that they're in love. Right. Okay, that's, that's the first. She wants to put it out there and see how he reacts so she can decide what to do. I don't think. I didn't contradict myself. I'm saying. You know what you want to do. You want to go to law school. You want the whole ball of wax. You wish that you'd already declared your love for each other, that there was already a deep commitment, that you both had been talking enough that you realize it could be a marriage thing. Now you have to ask for all of that from him. He already told you in so many words when you first told him you were taking the test and that you wanted to go to law school, that he wasn't that happy about it. And then he came around. Now he's come around. I know that. But I'm saying... It doesn't sound like he's 100% on board, especially because you guys don't even know where you stand with each other. Yes. So my reaction to this, madam, if you're still listening to us because you've been screaming at each other into the microphone. You can edit this so they don't have to hear that. No, that was such a good part, though. Okay. I said, okay, take a drink. (sighs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Take a drink. My, okay. Okay. Thank you, Emma. Good girl. Thank you. Mm, getting my daily water intake. Okay. Yeah. My reaction to this is you have to know either way. Um, I think that you 100% need to pursue your dream, obviously, but I think it's going to kill you if you don't just lay it all out there for him because that's not child's play. Like, you're saying you're going to have to move away. Um, you're five months in. It's going to turn into long distance. That is a whole nother fucking ball game. So, yes, you need to say, this is a reality. I'm going to move, and I'm going to go to law school. Are we doing this for real, for real, or are we not? Because it can't, I, it can't be any gray area, especially with long distance. Like, he either says, yes, I feel the exact same. Like, there's something, there's so much here, and we'll figure it out. Or he's like, whoa, that's a lot all at once. And you're like, cool, peace. I'm going to go be a boss-ass bitch and get another fucking degree. That's very, that's a great summary, and I couldn't have put it any better. And I don't even think she has to say, I love you. I think she could just say, I've fallen pretty hard for you, and this is what I need from you to know if we should continue this. And then if he's like, you, you're going to be able to tell what he's like. And if it isn't what you want, then you just go off and do your thing because you've already started halfway down that path anyway. What did we say at the beginning of this? Never underestimate your gut instinct. That is the theme of this podcast. Well, that's it from us, guys, for this episode of Yeah, We Said It. I'm not even sure why Emma needed me on this last question because she answered it pretty succinctly. I'm just useless. I'm just sitting here. You're not useless. You wouldn't be in this closet if you were useless. Uh, You brought me into the world. You know what? I'm starting to sweat in this closet. Yeah. I'm feeling you. Join join the club. You know what? We need to get out of the closet. Yeah, we do. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify so you will be alerted whenever there's a new episode. And also to email me, emmasthing at gmail.com with any of your life advice questions that you are willing to have subjected to me and Ellen for us to answer. Bye, everybody.